because uh, me and Brother Jesus, we already decided this. Once you eat, you almost want to go rest, don't you? And we're used to taking naps anyway, and especially on Sunday afternoons. And and uh, so we'll not keep you long. So I'm going to ask the Lord to help us. Praise the Lord. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, just a little bit further, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for caring. Thank you for the Jeffreys. Thank you for the church, Lord. <laughs> it's still open. The doors are still open, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless and anoint. Let the presence of God be in this place. Fill the, every home, Lord, that's represented here with the presence and the power of God. Rest upon them, Lord. Keep them from harm and diseases. Oh, yes, Lord, we thank you for it. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Now, our brother, ask again. I need a title. Sometimes I need one, too. But but I, I want to preach a little bit. As, uh, uh, the best is yet to come. We thank the Lord for Safe Haven Tabernacle and what you've found here and the way you've been blessed and helped. But uh, that was just the beginning. Praise the Lord. And so what they've been doing here for the last several years, 10 is the anniversary date. And, of course, all, most of you, many of you folks was here during that time. And an old song, I'm going to uh, try to quote a little bit of it here, that uh, it was recorded in the 1940s. And my mother used to sing it around the house. She wasn't much of a singer. She's like me. She could just make noise. But uh, maybe some of you will remember it. It's an old song. <laughs> but uh, this is what they've been doing these years and this time here. How many of you have heard that song, Gathering Flowers for the Masters? Okay. And this is when it's a little bit like, and I don't get it right, Linda, you can holler at me. It says something about gathering flowers for the master's bouquet. Beautiful flowers that will never decay. Gathered by angels and carried away forever to bloom in the master's bouquet. And so John was writing to the angels of the church wasn't he? And they was building the church. And they was building. And so I'm, uh, John wrote, and he was writing, and then he was finishing up, and I'm going to go into Bible to the uh, 21st uh, chapter of the book of Revelation. And uh, John was finishing up. And that's what we're Doing one of these days, it'll all be over and we're done. And uh, John was, uh, he's on the Isle of Pappas, I was up in the Asian Sea there, a, a part of the Mediterranean, except it was up there a little higher. And uh, 
And uh, as he was writing, uh, he said, I saw a new heaven, a new earth, where the first heaven and the first earth was passed away, and there was no more sea. <laughs> I've heard somebody preaching one time uh, on no more sea. When John, he was on the Alpap, as you knew, every morning when he would get up, or, there was the sea, all surrounded by it. And uh, he'd go to bed at night, there was the sea. Every time he walked out, there was the sea. Sometimes your life might be a little bit like that. You know how it is at the seashore, sometimes it's rough and it's just a wave, just a pounding. Uh, a Merle Travis used to come to our church. He's going now and uh, going to heaven. And uh, it was uh, Grant's brother. You knew Grant probably. Merle was an older brother. And uh, he retired from the Navy. And he was telling us one time about being on, out on this ocean. And he said sometimes, he said, the waters would be rough and he said, it'd just be going up and down like, and said, you go way down. And he said, it seemed like you look up a bit, them waves would be a mile high. Of course, I thought they wasn't quite a mile, but he's, and then he said, you go way down, just, just rock and roll. But then he said, there was other days when it'd just be smooth as glass. And that's the way life is sometimes. Sometimes it's easy going, sometimes it's just, Moose salad. Other times it gets pretty tough. But see, there's a coming a time when it's going to be over. And John looked at it and he said, No more sea. No more sea. I'll get up in the morning. No more sea. No more bad days. No more hurts. No more harm. No more picking on me. No more times when I have to be stranded all by myself when I have to be alone on an island. Don't you hate to be alone? But somebody said one time with Christ, you're never really alone. But in heaven, you won't be, ever be alone again. Never alone. And so John said there's, he woke up that day and he looked and there's a new heaven and new earth. And he said, no more sea. Man, he's, he probably took a deep breath, didn't he? He said, no more say. No more hard time. No more troubles. No more problems. You know, it seems like uh, it's hard to get by without something going on in your life that you don't really uh, appreciate. But what do you do? I uh, tell people you just got to keep on it, keep it on anyway. Whether you feel like or not, just go on. Get up the morning and go on. I like to tell people you get up the morning, you serve God today, and then get up in the morning, you serve Him again. Then, then you get up on Tuesday morning, you say, I'm going to serve the Lord today. <laughs> And pretty soon a week is going by and you've served God that week. It's time to do the same. And if you keep on after a while, years are going by. And you say, I've served the Lord. I've met God and God's met me. I've touched heaven and heaven's touched me. Now there's no more sea. Hallelujah. It's finished. 
It's over. It's done. And I like to say it's the book of the no more, some of it. Um, and I, John, sold the holy city, New Jerusalem, come down of God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice of heaven saying, Behold, now this is what we talked about a little bit, the tabernacle of God is with me. And now he's tabernacling with you. Leaving. He's living there. Now he, you've moved, moved a little higher. You know, we talked earlier about uh, uh, you start at the mouth of the river and you go to the source. Now you found it. When John hit the island, he said, man, I don't know what's going to happen here. <laughs> and John was having a hard time there. But your Bible says he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And if he was in the spirit on the Lord's day, what would he have been here? Amen. Now he's looking back no more sea, no more troubles, new heaven and new earth. Everything, if I can use this word, everything cool. Everything just the way I like it. And some people talk about the cold weather coming on and all that, and I don't care too much for cold weather. I tell people I like it just right. And so in heaven, that's where it'll be. I believe it'll be just right. Just the temperature you want, the temperature you love. It'll be just right in heaven. There will not be too cold, too hot, or too anything. It'll just be just right. Praise the Lord. And so uh, he heard a great voice, and, and behold, I always like that word, behold. The tabernacle of God is with men, and he would dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall wipe up, shall be with them, and be their God. And I'll tell you what, I don't know if you have any trouble, I'm sure you do with the old tempter and with the devil I'll be so glad when it's over for him but I don't know he, he just that drives me crazy sometimes but he loses us I've told him every time devil you've lost you lost it at Calvary when Jesus said it's finished. Then a little bit later in the book of Revelation said it's done. It's over. It's finished. And Satan found his place where he should have been a long time ago. But in the lake that burns with fire, and the Bible says forever and ever. There he is. But not John. Not John, no. He's still reading this part. And he said that... And there in verse 4, he says, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And, you know, I've thought different times, maybe you, you don't bother you too much, but I hate to see growing people cry when they've been heartbroken and hurt. You see, I've, I've watched growing people bawl, and I, thought, I wish they didn't have to do that. But there will be a time there's no more crying. It'll be it'll be finished. Ain't that another good time we can look forward to? No more heartaches. No more watching it. I watched my mom. She watched my 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 brother die. 
And since you should never have to bury your kids, no wonder she bawled. But I thought, oh, man, one of these days, that'll be all over. Neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for reformer things are passed away. Jim Roy used to say, I hate pain, especially my own. And so, need no more pain, no more hurting. Mr. Watts has been going through a lot of pain lately, and she said, I don't know what I'm going to do. We prayed for her a bunch of times, and she had two hit, new hips, but the second one hadn't done well. And she takes pain pills, and she asked me the other day, she said, you think it'll ever get better? I said, yeah, well, uh, sometime it will. It'll get better. Yeah, sometime it will. And you can thank the Lord for that. And, uh, anyway, he said, and he that sat up on the throne, behold, I make all things new. He said unto me, write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said, it is done. You like that? It is done. I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. And when you chose that song, I, that's the first time I ever heard that song, that Beulah Land song. I thought that fits right in here. Yeah, drinking. And at the, at, the, at the fountain that never runs dry. Now you're there. Praise the Lord. Because every once in a while you think, uh, when you're living on earth, you think your fountain dried up, don't you? Do you ever get in a place where you think, where's God? And you think, Lord, I need to feel you. I need to feel your presence. I need to know that you love me and you're helping me and you're with me. Sometimes you feel like you've... <laughs> I said every time you remember when Elijah's fountain, Brooklyn, I thought it's time for him to move on. <laughs> Sometimes when your fountain dries up, it is. But I hate it when my fountain dries up. And you got to get back to the master, find the source again. It's still bubbling. And so there it's uh, John was, and he he was drinking at the fountain, it never run dry, and drinking of the water of life freely. And the Bible says that he must he would inherit all things the overcomer does. Um, and then he says something else in verse 22. And he said, I saw no temple there in, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither the moon, to shine in it. Now, I underline no need. It says it has no need of it. It said it just don't say that. It's not there. He said, don't have no need of it. I thought, because the reason was because for the glory of God, they enlightened it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. So we didn't need that sun of the moon to lighten. And so I, I thought about sometimes, you know, when your power goes into your house and uh, it goes down and you have a flashlight or a lamp or a candle or something, and uh, you use it until the light comes on. 
if the power comes on, then you don't need that flashlight any longer. You just turn it off and put it away. So John said, now here I am in heaven. And this is what I'm going to say. You won't need our churches anymore in this land. You won't need to get up on Sunday morning, get slicked up, and come to Fairhaven Tabernacle. That light will be going out because in the temple, God, the Lamb, is the light. So this light can go out. Once we make that light, we get that big light, and this light can... If it, it, it can filter out. So what we need while it's here. We need while we're here. You need it while you're here. So we need the light here. But in heaven, the Lord is the lamp. Light there, the Bible says. And the temple. And, and I saw no temple there, the Lord God Almighty. And for the lamb or the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God, the enlightening the Lamb, is the light thereof. And so we don't need any more lights down here. Because we already have a new heaven, a new earth. Everything's cool. Everything's just the way God planned it. The glory of God's lighted up. And we got this pure water of life that flows. We drink of the water of life freely. And no uh, digging after it anymore, no climbing for it, no trying to uh, uh, stretch for it. It's just there. We can partake of it when we want to. It's just there. It's a part of us. It flows. Um, and uh, we sing that song, what a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face, the one that saved me by his grace. When he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land. What a day. What a day that will be. What a day that will be. Oh, yeah. Oh, when we see his face. Hallelujah. All sorrow gone. Uh, hallelujah. So, let me, let me, uh, hey, stand strong. And uh, continue upstream. Yeah. <laughs> it's no time for sliding backwards, is it? Continue upstream. And then what we'll do, we'll go see Jesus hand in hand. Walking all over glory land. Praise the Lord. There's a lot of people I want to see up there. I want to get them by the hand.
said, let's go see Jesus. But there's songs, Linda, hell of that gave you. I've heard you sing it once in a while. She sings around the house. And uh, draw me an era. And we'll go see Jesus hand in hand. Yeah. And we'll just kind of hang around the shoreline till I get there. Then we'll go see Jesus hand in hand. And the last verse, I believe it is, in that Psalm 73. Asap said, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God. And there's another song that says, look what I've traded for a mansion. Yeah. And look what I'm leaving behind. Oh, glory. Can you imagine what you traded? Richard Roball, and I'm going to quit with this. He was so faithful to that for church, and it was it was a long time there. He was a little bit unfaithful, and we we used to talk to him and deal with him. And he wrecked his truck. He drove the truck for Castle, and he had one of these pups, you know, pulled behind it, and it got off in soft skirt. Somebody rolled it, maybe upset it. And he hung up there on his seatbelt. When he cut his seatbelt, he fell down in there and messed up his back. Well, he got to real, being real faithful to church after that. Oh, yeah. He, I mean to tell you, that man got a hold of God. He would come by the church. He had a little farm down there. He'd come by the church a lot of times, and if I'd walk in, it'd be a, he wore cowboy boots. He'd have a set of cowboy boots sitting there, and his old—he wore a cowboy hat, and it would be laying there on the floor or somewhere, and he'd be in there praying. I walk in, and he said, "Brother Watts, he's here. He's here." And I think we'll go see Jesus hand in hand. But he, and a lot of times he would say, "I can't wait." I can't wait. And one morning, about five o'clock in the morning, they, he called, his wife called, and I went up to their house, and there he was. He was on the floor, had his uh, pants, didn't have his shirt on yet, had his pants on about half on, but he done went to see Jesus, hand in hand. <laughs> And so, <laughs> look what we've traded for a mansion. So, it'll begin, it begin with Jesus. I'm going to tell you this, then I'm going to quit, okay. 1969, August the 17th, we was at the old camp meeting there at the 4-H camp at the at Camp Echo. Then uh, there was a 
stakes drove in the ground and two before crossed them for an altar. Brother Howard, he, Irving Howard, he plowed the, the gospel plow. He preached on Saturday night. We were down there. And after service, he prayed. He said, somebody should have come to the altar, but they didn't. He said, Lord, don't let them rest tonight. So the next night was Sunday, and I told Linda we're going back down. And we had company, but she told us that he wants to go back down there. But she didn't much want to go. But we went. She was, she was a good woman. We went down, and that night we went to the altar, and we haven't been the same since. See, the thing was, ask the Lord Jesus Christ come into our hearts, Lord, forgive us our sin. And when he, we did, he did. And we've been changed from glory to glory. And someday we'll walk up there. We'll go see Jesus hand in hand. What a day it'll be. And I maybe I've told you this before, but I'd like to tell you this, then I'll, then I'll quit. Uh, I've had a special place in my heart for Brother Howard and Sister Howard, Brother Howard. Uh, well, I guess because he preached when we got saved. And I always appreciate him. But I don't know why they called me to come down have a part in the funeral, but I did. And uh, the person that preached his funeral was from up around Mount Moors, Pennsylvania. And uh, he came there, and we was out in the foyer there, and he walked around in there with a pair of uh, brown duck coveralls on, and they was buttoned up clear around his neck. And uh, I didn't know him, but I kept looking at him. And I thought, no, wonder why he's dressed like that. And I'd heard that he's supposed to preach a funeral. I thought, think me like he could do better than that. And uh, he, but he seemed like he didn't mind. He was just walking around, talking to people, and uh, so. When the service started, uh, I did what I was supposed to do, and I think Bill fell out. And anyway, then he came up, and uh, I was never, I mean, it, it was something. It was something to, to be honest. He peeled off that old, that old uh, brown duck overalls, coveralls, and he was suited up with tuxedo, tails and all. I mean, he was dressed to the hip. And I thought, Brother Howard would love that. He took off that old tattered garment, put on a robe of pure white. We're never the same, are we? So... If you haven't made a complete 
dedication to God, do it. Do it. It'll be worth it all. When it's all said and done, you'll be so glad. Someone that says you'll be so glad that nothing here did hinder you. So serve him with everything that's within you. And again, pray for your pastors, pray for Sunday school teachers, all your leaders, and pray for one another. When you gather around the altars and pray after services, and if you see somebody you think they, they need prayed for, and and you feel it's still there, the Lord sometimes, and just walk up and put and ask the Lord's blessing, and God will minister to you and through you. Amen. Because I'm gonna tell you something. We all struggle sometimes, but we're all going to the same place. Praise the Lord. What? I get that paper away. It's noisy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so let's stand and <laughs> we'll gather on the altar for a few minutes and ask the Lord's blessing. Say, God, I need you. Help us, Lord. Let's just gather right down for a few minutes, and I'm going to give it to Brother Jeffries, and he can go from there. Let's thank the Lord. I believe, I believe thanking God is always in order.